1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys
0: podcast. Landon, are you ready for tar- part two of our series? I have been like waiting in anticipation, like this cliffhanger, and I've been like, what happened in the second half? I have to know. Just like all <laughs> of you, I'm sure, at home. So, uh, yes, I'm ready to get right into it.
1: Yeah, so coming up with today's show, we're going to talk about the the second half of the Cowboys-Panthers week one matchup. Uh, a far more entertaining half, uh, that's for sure. So let's let's go ahead and jump right into it. The Cowboys uh, kicked the ball away to start the second
0: half. Uh, <laughs> it's, a pretty, go- lo, it's a pretty low bar, frankly. It, it, it could be better than the first half, well, to be honest. Uh, but uh, at the, least it is. At least it cleared that bar. Now
1: now it, I remember why I forgot so much about this game. It's because the first half was about as ugly as I ever remember a football
0: game looking. It was objectively horrible, basically. Yes, <laughs> um, but yes, the second half is a little bit better, though not not great, to be honest. So, uh, but it definitely is. It's going to flow a little bit better. Um, it, it the Cowboys, uh, you know, because they had lost the the the, the coin toss and, and Carolina had deferred. The Cowboys kicked the ball away to start the second half, down ten nothing, and you know, obviously <laughs> the. the <laughs> Hopes were not high in that halftime, down ten nothing, knowing that we were also still having to kick the ball away. Did I tweet uh, game over yet? I oh, I, I, I hadn't <laughs> gone back to check, but I am certain that you had. Yes, I think I think we well well past the uh, Marcus tweeted game over I, point. I would imagine, I, it probably after this drive, I probably tweeted it. We'll see though. <laughs> uh, Car- Carolina gets two plays, uh, big plays initially, um, from, uh, off the, right off the bat, uh, you know, a completed short pass to McCaffrey, um, and, uh, uh, CJ Anderson run for nine yards. Um, and then on a second one, they call Anto- Antoine Woods for an encroachment, um, mm-hmm. and, it's just—it already is not looking great at this point. They've—they've you know, they've taken the ball in three plays from the 25 to their own 48. They're about to cross the 50, which Dallas, as as I mentioned before, had yet to do at this point in the game, um, and. Uh, suddenly, again, the, the, the Dallas defense uh, uh, stepped up. They, they caused an incompletion on first down. Uh, three straight plays, a solid plays by the defense. They're causing an incompletion. Uh, they they were able to complete a short screen, Deion Thomas, which Kayvon Frazier was able to make a play and blow up uh, behind the line of scrimmage for a loss. And then finally, Malik Collins on third and 13 was able to bring Cam Newton down for an eight-yard sack. So a, a good showing of at least, you know, Keeping them at bay uh, immediately, not putting this game out of reach <laughs> in the first drive and the first uh, the first uh, pl- you know series of plays on the in the second half, uh, they force a punt and uh, Dallas gets the, the ball back uh, again uh, on on theme. At their own eight-yard line. Uh, your thoughts on that first drive by Carolina?
1: Uh, I, well, first of all, they—I mean—they kind of struggled to stop McCaffrey in the the passing game. But uh, one of the notes I had was Kavon Frazier played a big role in this game, and it's funny yeah. that the Cowboys just kind of after this week. Kind of completely went away from him. I mean, he made a nice play on Ian Thomas. It was kind of, I think it was a screen, if I remember correctly. But it was. We, yeah. We, we, we didn't see him really the rest of the year, and I kind of thought they needed somebody like that with his physicality near the line of scrimmage.
0: Well, I have a feeling that when we get to the you know other seasons, uh, other games, uh, game, you know <laughs> week two and week three, that we will be very quickly reminded why why Frazier. I, I I definitely have a strong memory of Kayvon Frazier playing well in this game, and then uh, having a series of screw-ups and, and coverage uh, over the next See, few See, this weeks. is why so, we're doing this, because I, for- exactly I, for- right. I forgot
1: why we benched Kayvon Frazier.
0: Um, Cowboys, uh, on their first drive, actually do avoid uh, a third down for a little while, which I guess is like their kryptonite at this point. Uh, they were able to complete a, a deep pass to Alan Hearns um, for 20 yards, uh, and then on top of that, get a, a legal contact penalty from Dante Jackson, which they declined. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they were able to get Ezekiel uh, Elliott finally loose off of right tackle uh, for 17 yards. Uh, and and were able to get the ball all the way to the Dallas 47. They are finally able to cross the 50-yard line uh, as uh, Dak Prescott uh, runs up the middle for five yards and uh, takes it to the Carolinas 40 Eight, uh, but unfortunately, um, after that, a two y- only two yard run on second and five, and then an incomplete pass to Jeff Swaim on third and three, uh, and it's a familiar refrain. And Dallas is punting the ball again. Uh, this time, it's only a thirty-one yard punt, hmm. um, which I mean, I guess they're wasn't on the, bad though. Um, it wasn't bad because they would keep they they got it inside the twenty, but I mean we're on the forty six I kind of wish he was able to get it inside the the ten or the five uh, but Carolina takes the ball uh first and ten uh, on their, uh, on their own 15, anything on that Cowboys drive, uh, that first Cowboys drive.
1: Yeah. Two notes that I wrote down. First of all, the catch by Alan Hearns on second and eight from their own 10 yard line was just an outstanding grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of found him in the middle of the field. and He made, you know, he skied and make the, made this catch. Um, I, you know, I think you can make the case this was, you know, maybe Hearns' best play of the season. Uh, but I, I, you know, at this point, I was kind of thinking, well, well, maybe Hearns is going to be this guy that's going to replace the tight end production in the middle of the field. He's kind of a big body guy. He knows how to absorb contact. Uh, that kind of didn't play out. But the the last thing I want to mention is this was one of the the drives in hindsight and even in real time. I remember thinking it's fourth and three. At Carolina's 46 yard line, the offense hasn't been doing much all day. Why not go for it here? Your defense has been playing well. Why not take a chance here uh, and see if you can put yourself into to scoring position? Instead, the Cowboys decide to punt, uh, and it ultimately kind of pays—you know—pays off yeah. because they get they get. We're going to talk about this in a second, but they get the field let's, position no, let's back. Let's talk
0: about this, yeah, because because this is something that ended up being a conversation after the game too, with this specific one, and and I think that you're that's a, it's a good point, but at the same time. You just pointed out this is a game that is ten nothing right now. Like it shouldn't have been ten nothing. Like it should have been seventeen to nothing. The point being that they're still in this game, so yeah, they're not playing well. Their offense is. This is really the first time their offense has shown any kind of life, but I, I think they look. They're looking at this as the trend and not just the, this was their one opportunity. So I think that their thought process is that if their defense can continue to play well, they can keep the game close. If their offense can wake up late in the game, 10, 10 points is not a lot of points to overcome and if they continue to if they put them in be, better field position, they give them the ball and are unable to convert a 4-3 fourth, fourth, and give Carolina the ball on their own 46, you know the last time they gave them good field position Carolina scored. Right. So uh, I, I thought, you know, and this is no one's right and wrong on this even now, like because, you know, we oh, don't absolutely. really know, you know what I'm saying? But this is, it is an interesting, you know, math equation to, to think about here because this is kind of one of those areas where what's where, where you know, is this, this is debatable, I guess is the best way to put uh, it. Yeah, and I, I think I, I that was this one. I was going to
1: say, you know, this is one where I probably would lean to go for it, but I'm not going to kill Jason Garrett for not going for it, if that makes sense. <laughs>
0: Yeah, totally. So they 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 ended up uh, punting it, uh, playing the field position game. Like I said, Caroline gets the ball first and ten on their own fifteen. Uh, they're not able to really make anything of it. Two two short uh, McCaffrey runs and an incomplete pass on third down make it fourth and five, and suddenly Caroline is kicking it back to Dallas. And th- this is the first time that Dallas actually, uh, because they play the play the uh, the field position game, the benefit that they got is because they. It it worked for them, you know. Th- that's the thing about this strategy here is that this strategy, at least in the short term, it did what they wanted, right? It, right. It, if it hadn't done what they wanted, then we, we you would have ha- we would have had a, a bigger argument about this for sure. But because it ended up working, they flipped field position. Dallas now gets the ball back, first and ten, on their own forty five yard line, uh, and are able to kind of make a little bit of hay with the uh, with with it, despite you know getting in their own way at times, you know, uh, they, they were able to get a quick first down, uh, to start the drive, uh, and even co- convert the Cowboys first, uh, third down conversion, which, so the third quarter, it wasn't the fourth quarter, like I thought earlier. Um, and you know, it all, all this gave Dallas some, some really early hope on this drive until, uh, you know, Walt Anderson strikes again. <laughs> uh, who was really the MVP of this game for, in some ways, uh, holding penalty on Leo Collins, uh, uh, which uh, erased a three-yard run and turned a first a second and seven into a first and twenty, um, and uh, Dallas again not able to fully. Kind of claw back from being behind that far behind the chains, but because of their field position, uh, they were able to make enough yards to uh, allow for a 47-yard field goal attempt. And uh, we're now going to talk about another, I think, huge part of this game. Brett Maher misses Ooh. the 47-yard field goal. Uh, talk about that drive. and I mean, obviously, let's talk about Mars Miss and in the context of Dan Bailey being cut this week and, and all the thoughts that we're going through, everyone said at this point.
1: Uh, So, the first thing I want to mention, I want to go back to the the punt. uh, Tavon Austin had a 15-yard return that gave the Cowboys the ball at the 45-yard line. Tavon's 15-yard return was longer than any Cole Beasley punt return all season long. Uh, We can kind of talk about this in the scope of the season, but Dallas was really hoping that Tavon was going to be this big explosive playmaker. And when we get to next week's game against the Giants, you know, that starts to come true. But, you know, when Tavon got hurt against Jacksonville, they kind of lost all of their explosive ability on offense until Amari Cooper arrived. Um, so just, just want to point out, Tavon kind of started this drive off for the Cowboys. Uh, Brett Maher ended it for Dallas. Uh, you know, how many tweets were sent out about Dan Bailey? The Cowboys made a mistake about cutting Dan Bailey after Brett Maher missed to tw- uh, missed this kick. What hundred thousand, two hundred thousand hundred thousand, 200,000 tweets. I mean it, it was bad. Yeah, people probably. were not I mean, people it was were a not lie. optimistic yeah. about Brett Maher. It was a it was a, a strange cut at the time, a strange move, and you know, through the, his first kick in the NFL, um, you know, I, I think people were were kind of pessimistic about the move, but I had to remind people, listen I, I if I, if I if I remember correctly, I think Dan Bailey missed his first field goal in the NFL too, right? And his was a much shorter field goal uh, against the 49ers and things turned out okay. So as bad as things seemed for the Cowboys special teams, it did get better as the season went on.
0: It was definitely one of those things where I mean, I wasn't actually worried about it, but it was like, oh boy it's it's rough that you missed your first field oh, goal yeah, after yeah. after replacing you know Dan Bailey and all the you know, it was it definitely was like yeah, the the tweets are coming, <laughs> so uh, that part was definitely it, uh, and
1: the worst part was that they gave Carolina decent field positions Carolina well, that's started to car- yeah. started the driving at the thirty seven yard line
0: and ul- ultimately, what they did is they this ruined their their earlier plan. Right. right. The, the, the right. thing we debated about the punt on 4 and three mm-hmm. is that they got their field position. And then what happens? Not only do they not score points, but they turn around and give the field position right back to Carolina. And ultimately, what does Carolina do? They capitalize on the good field position. They, you know, C- Cam Newton busts out on a first down, a 15 yard completion to Funches. And then McCaffrey left end uh, on a handoff for 15 yards. And suddenly they're on the Dallas 33. You know, and it's a four-yard run, uh, a 14-yard pass to punches, uh, and then an, an offsides penalty uh, later. Uh, you know, it's, it's their f- first and five on the uh, Dallas 10, and you know, Anderson runs for nine yards, and then suddenly Alex Arma uh, punches it in uh, for a touchdown. It, you know, the 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 real difference here is that what Carolina was able to do with their opportunities and Dallas got few opportunities and was not able to convert any of them you know so it it, it was shocking at times still the Cowboys were still in this game in the fourth quarter because just looking back now you know Carolina was you know they were they were having a hard time when when they were forced back uh, you know on one side of the field but if they got short fields or they got any opportunities at all, they were taking advantage of them. The cowboys were not getting any opportunities, very few and and beyond that the the few opportunities they were getting they were not taking advantage of. Uh, the only shining you know brightness of this whole thing is that the Carolina attempts a two point conversion to make it more than a two point game a two score game. And they failed the two-point conversion, so the Cowboys will get the ball back uh, with about 14 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, down 16 to nothing.
1: Yeah. Two quick notes. Uh, first of all, it was Justin Marshall Lillard who missed the tackle or missed missed the read on the 15-yard run for Christian McCaffrey. Again, why Justin Marshall Lillard was in this game, I have no idea. I, I have no idea why they decided to rotate their linebackers I... like this.
0: Was Thomas hurt? That's that's the only thing I couldn't. I, I thought I was trying to remember is that I think Joe Thomas had come in and gotten hurt.
1: But they still had Leighton Van Der Esch, They had Jalen. They had Sean yeah, Lee. Damian no, Wilson. No, you're right.
0: They were rotating those guys in. It just I think it felt like. Yeah, I don't it know. It Like, uh, yeah, it's. I
1: agree. And, and the the final thing I was gonna say is who would have thought it was C J Anderson who was gonna start the Cowboys season off on the wrong foot and also uh. finish them. Uh, for two different teams it's it just just crazy the way the season turned out
0: absolutely and so after that suddenly Dallas decided to, to wake their offense up which I guess you is it. not really not really that surprising i mean what happens is that the the sense of urgency got injected in what the Dallas offense got good and and really mm. this ultimately i i think this is what this kind of phenomenon is ultimately what made me on board with firing Scott. It's the
1: most frustrating thing about this Cowboys team. You can see that Prescott is built to play this. I wouldn't say hurry up, but a quicker tempo style of offense, but they only use it when they have to. And it almost always works. It, it, It was, it was mind blowing why Dallas
0: didn't use this a little earlier in games. It feels like they don't trust. They want to play a ball-control offense, even though Dak. it feels like Dak can play a scoring offense when he plays with some urgency or at least mixes up tempo. But I don't know that they trust that enough to change up how they want to try to win Well, well, let
1: me say this, though. When the Cowboys kind of started with this more ball-control style of offense, it was really, what, in 2014— and it was to protect their defense, right? Because we knew they didn't have a lot of talent on their defense. Now that we know that the Cowboys' defense is, you know, argue, arguably the best part of their team, why can't you play this more up, te- st- you know, up-tempo style of offense, knowing that your defense can bail you out if you, you know, if you have a quick three now? I,
0: I think that the difference is that. I don't. I, I think they have to find a happy medium. And that's I, I mean, that's, fair, that's yeah. that's what it is. Is that you know they need to be able. I, I think ball control is a big part of how they win. the The problem is, is that they need to find ways to score points. You know, right. they need right. to find ways to, uh, uh, you know, get get defenses to respect them. And and and, and you know, look, this is the, all the equation of this change with Cooper later when Cooper gets added later. But I, I think there's something to the idea that we saw, and, and and tempo is not my only issue here. But I would say generally, my issue is that there were times when we saw it all work fine, and 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 it feels like they they specifically did not go back to things that were working well because they weren't necessarily normally part of the package of plays that they that the coaches feel comfortable calling. You know, so. Uh, Either way, they Zeke and Dak come alive on the next drive. They run some no-huddle on and off, light formations mixed and with mix of run and pass. Uh, Dak converting third downs with his feet, Zeke with back-to-back runs uh, to get them closer and closer. And then they finish the drive uh, with a speed option right to Zeke for the first touchdown of the Cowboys' season. Um, well, that and then also let, let's talk about the that converts the the two point conversion with the QB keeper out of an empty formation, you which know, has never just, been just stopped like you, ever. Just like you, you draw you it can, up, you know, it's you just can like, run
1: that play a hundred times and nobody's ever going to stop Dak on it. I don't think I've ever seen him not get it.
0: All right, so talk to me about those about the, that drive and, and what you saw and and I guess we you've talked about your frustration, but talk to me about what you saw in there that you think works that you think they they can keep that they that they, they, they did work on or they did keep throughout the season.
1: Yeah, so one of the big themes of the offseason was that you know the Cowboys aren't going they don't need a number 1 receiver because they're going to be throwing the ball to whoever's open. And some people bought that, some people didn't. I, I, I didn't. But when you see the Cowboys play this hurry up, up tempo style of offense, you can kind of see what the, the Cowboys were talking about this offseason. You know, you had, yeah. you had passes to Ezekiel Elliott. You had Cole Weasley out of the slot. Deontay Thompson made a play, big play down the field. Uh, they were able to run the ball with Elliott better now that they kind of, you know, sped things up. Uh, they had a play to Michael Gallup that went down the field that, you know, the caused the pass interference. So I can kind of understand if they were running this a lot in you know OTAs and training camp why they believed this was going to work um, it, it was just kind of an interesting drive here for the cowboys. <sighs>
0: The next drive, the Carolina gets the ball back. Uh, basically, was killed. I mean, by Demarcus Lawrence, who decided that he's had enough and that he thought he saw an opportunity for the Cowboys to get back into this game uh, as, at sixteen to eight, late in the middle of the fourth quarter, and decided that he was going to take it over. So he had a tackle for loss on a, on a, on a, a one-yard run by Cam Newton. He. Uh, Uh, I'm pretty sure that he, was he the one who drew the the chop block penalty from Moton? Uh, Yeah. And then uh, uh, after that, they were able to get a completion to Funches on second and 26 after the 15 yard penalty uh, Moton. Uh, But on third and 14, uh, DeMarcus Lawrence, again, sacks Cam Newton. So basically he made the three plays that needed to be made to end that drive. Uh, Real quick, before we get out of there, your thoughts on DeMarcus Lawrence about that drive real quick. And, and, and I mean, what we, how excited were you to see that DeMarcus Lawrence was still DeMarcus well, Lawrence? Uh, this, this
1: drive right here is why you're comfortable paying DeMarcus Lawrence $20 million a year, because he can flip games. Uh, he knows when it's time for him to make a play, when he, when somebody in the defense needs to step up, he can do it. Uh, one can of I the,
0: say, can I say real quick sure. before you get into that? I think he's better at that than DeMarcus Ware was. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't I mean, even argue that with you at all. I think Demarcus Ware may, is a Hall of Famer, is one of the best of all time. But I don't know that he had the clutch gene the way that Demarcus Lawrence seems to. He just knows that when games, the, hey, I th- my defense needs me to this, my team needs me to make a play, and he makes plays. Like it's crazy, like how many times he's yeah. done that.
1: Uh, the only other thing I want to add about that drive is on third down to fourteen, the the Cowboys' third down pass rush package was Demarcus Lawrence at left defensive end. Uh, Crawford and Collins inside, and Taco Charlton as the as the right defensive end. Now I I wrote that down, and I kind of forgot why that was the case. But Randy Gregory got a concussion. I believe it was in the first half. Didn't yes, return. Yes, he did. So they kind of they were forced to play. He was, in,
0: he, he was in concussion protocol. I think in the third quarter at some at some point. Right. So they were forced to kind of for, people move around. There you go. So uh, the final two drives. We uh, were just a mess of sacks and penalties. I mean, they, they, you know, in the time that they should have been kind of heating this thing up, uh, it, it just didn't work. And really, you know, Dak seemed into it. Like, you know, he still showed up. He, he was trying to heat up Deontay Thompson. He was getting some completions. They were working Dante John- Jackson a little bit. Well, the drive on started out 17 yard gain to Beasley, eight yards mm-hmm. to Deontay Thompson, six yards to Deontay Thompson. So they started out that drive really, really well. And then they try to pass on first and ten and they, Wes Horton gets a sack and, and to make matters worse, Lale Collins gets called for for holding as well. Um so they're now at second and fifteen after a five yard sack. Uh they uh try to pass down the field to Gallup, who uh gets a penalty draws a penalty against Mike Adams, so they get a first down to ten, but again, first and ten Prescott is sacked by Quan Short for an eight-yard loss, and this time they are not able to get out of it because this is where things really started to fall apart. They throw an incompletion on second and 18 to Deontay Thompson. Now the third and 18 Dak gets a delay of game penalty called. And then on third and 23, they basically try to get a dump off to Zeke Elliott to get some yardage back third, get about 13 yards and fourth and 10. Uh, they attempt a, uh, another pass in the completion to Deontay Thompson. So, uh, you know, it just—I think that they had a plan of attack. They just didn't execute it. I mean, you know, they got those those passes off on Deontay Thompson. And I think Dante Jackson just readied himself those last two attempts, and uh, really, I mean, the whole process of getting two sacks on first down passes and then a delay of game penalty. I mean, it's that's not the way to to maintain a what's supposed to be a four minute offense. Right, but here's the so. thing though,
1: is that drive I mean, Dak should have bailed them out of that drive, even despite being on third twenty three. They got thirteen yards to, to to Elliott, so it ended up being uh, it ended up being a fourth and 10 or 12 or something like that. And then deck throws a dart to Deontay Thompson for first down on the sideline, but the ball just goes through Thompson's hands and it, it, it falls incomplete. I remember there been a, being a lot of discussion about did deck, throw the ball a little too late. Should have Thompson caught it uh, going back and rewatching it. Yeah. Deontay Thompson should have ca- caught it. It would have been a routine catch at the sideline. If, if he catches that ball, Dallas all of a sudden has the ball first and 10 at Carolina's I think what 32 yard line I think it would have been so they certainly would have been in position to, to to tie this
0: game up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was it was they were on Carolina the Carolina side of the ball of the field already. Uh so yeah, I mean, it was they were basically at midfield when when Deontay Thompson dropped that pass. So uh unfortunately, you know, Carolina gets the ball back uh and uh you know was able to just kind of run the clock out a little bit. They did not get a first down so the the cowboys were able to get the ball back with one last opportunity on their own twenty with about two minutes left to go in the game um and it was just ugly i mean they there's an incomplete this i mean this is very undack like right to 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 be within a score uh with two minutes than two minutes left to go in the game and to go. Three and out. The, like they, the
1: thing is, they had time too because they had a minute fifty one oh, yeah. and a timeout. Plenty of time, and they were at the twenty yeah. yard line. I mean, we've seen Dak do this. Time number was of time not moves. an issue.
0: The problem is they couldn't move the ball. Right. But the, the problem is they they get an incompletion to Hearns. They they, they you know Dak runs three yards and gets tackled <laughs> by Keek Lee. on third and seventh, They get sacked for nine yards mm, and yep. then Dak loses the ball and, and 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 they recover it and game over. And that's and that's it. You know, and suddenly you know it's. No, no fourth down attempt, no, no nothing. That's that's the ball game, and and they kneel it out, and game is over. It, it, it's just, it, it's it's so rare that we see a Cowboys game end kind of like that, you know. Right. Like it, it feels like normally it's, you know, they they, they march, they get close, and then. It, but this the, this comeback, this drive at the end, you know. Besides that early in the fourth quarter drive that gave them their only points, this. These last two attempts never got off the ground, really. Right, and I think after the game, you know, the storyline
1: started him out as you know, are are the Cowboys? Is the Cowboys' offense broken? I remember I see that you have one of our my tweets up there, but I, I said the Cowboys' offense is broken in the last uh, in in their last nine games, they had five uh, contests where they couldn't even score more than nine points. Uh, You know, if you remember correctly, the storyline from the end of the twenty seventeen season was. It has Dak Prescott kind of lost it. You know, after that Atlanta game, Mm -hmm. we saw a totally different quarterback. And now in the the start of 2018, we're seeing this, you know, the same kind of Dak Prescott. You know, it was 19 of 29, 170 yards, averaged less than six yards an attempt, Uh, was sacked six times, passer rating of just 81. It it certainly felt like the Cowboys' offense was broken.
0: I will say this, though, as someone going back and knowing what happened at the end of the season and rewatching that, did you get that? I mean, did you ever get that sense while watching this that man Dak is broken? Like I did never get that sense. I I felt like this offense is broken, and I feel like this that that I mean Dak was was party to some of the issues on the offense, but I don't know. Like I, I remember coming out of this game and Dak getting a heavy load of the of the of the of the you know blame on this, and, and going back and watching this game, I don't know that I. I don't know that I've, I've watched it thinking, man, Dak was terrible. I think, he definitely did not have a good game, but I think it, it, everybody seemed out of sync. I, I think I started to have doubts. And then
1: I think once we get to the Seattle game in week three, that's when I really started to question.
0: No, no, no. I, I, I definitely then. Right. I, 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 I totally get that. I'm saying now. As as a person who knows the outcome, and you go well, back and watch what 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 like watching Dak through the eyes of someone who knows what happens to him this season, and knows you know whatever, what were your thoughts about Dak? Your thoughts on Dak now, watching this game versus what they were watching the game the first time? Oh, I, I feel a lot better. Yeah, I, the
1: more that I watched that game, I felt. Okay, this wasn't really Dak's fault that this offense wasn't working. I mean they just they lacked talent outside. It was an offensive line that wasn't playing very well. So yeah, I, I think you're right. In in hindsight, there's no way in I should have I, yeah. I shouldn't have been as hard on Prescott as I was.
0: Well, I think it's tough because, you know, we we there's there's a there's a narrative going on and and I think, you know, and here's your tweet. In Dak Prescott's last 3 games, he's thrown just six passes beyond 18 yards. That's a fact. And right. and and you know, a lot of the stuff that was going on, you know, it's it's tough to parse and you know, Dak did not leave a great taste in our mouth from the previous season. So, obviously a lot of people were quick to kind of blame I, It it was not very clear at this point how to parse the blame for what was going on because there was blame to go around. Sure, but so I think it was very difficult to measure out in equal measures, in appropriate measures, the blame to for what had happened on offense. Uh, Last thing before I want to mention before we go is, uh, you know. A lot of these things were predictable, and, and uh, the, the the aftermath, I mean, uh, were predictable items that were going to happen. Offensive woes. How is this offense going to function without a wide receiver? One. Why did it take them so long to use hurry up? Do the Cowboys have a quarterback problem? Those were all things that existed before the game. Before. Sure. I think the one that, to me, was the most shocking to me personally, and I don't know got enough of the attention immediately that it should have, was... Is Lee is Sean Lee not only not the starter at linebacker, but is he an issue? Uh, and 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 you know, I mean, like he 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 played so poorly, and, and and just routinely did didn't do the things that he would normally do. Like and he he would do things like he would arrive where he needed to be and miss tackle, you know, and like and so I think my initial thought was hope was okay he's just rusty cuz he really didn't get a lot of time in the preseason but deep in my my brain i was nervous that you know this this could be He doesn't look right. Right, and I think there were so many other storylines in this game between
1: Brett Maher, Dak Prescott, their wide receivers, Deontay Thompson, that we probably ignored it a little too much, Uh, but yeah, you know, after watching that game and knowing kind of what we know happened with the linebackers, it was clear as day that Sean Lee just wasn't the same player, and and I I don't know when the Cowboys figured this out. I'm not even sure if they ever did figure it out, but... Sean Lee just kind of looked washed. And it's kind of sad to say and watch, but he really, really did.
0: Yep, I think it's true. All right, that is it for today's
1: show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Next week, we will focus on the Cowboys' Week 2 matchup with the New York Giants. I think we're going to have a little bit more fun doing that one. I Yes, I, think. I do. I, 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 I kind of forget about that game, so I'm excited to go back and watch it. I remember a few things that happened, uh, but I'm, I'm pumped to, to, to go back and see the film. Uh, make sure you guys follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at LockedOnCowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you